Hey, this is Todd Stacy and Mary Sell. Welcome to In the Weeds with Alabama Daily News. Uh, we don't have an interesting and influential guest this week, <laughs> but we are both <laughs> interesting, if not influential. Um, but thanks for doing this, Mary. Because I no problem. We were kind of bouncing around the idea of a podcast, even though it's dog days of summer and people are on vacation and everything. Um, but we've got this redistricting issue. We've got a um, special session. We've got a special session. And I've just got all these sort of, I don't know, I mean, I'm being asked about it so much that I thought I, we could just sort of download a lot of these thoughts and um, analysis of, of the situation. I mean, we, we both watched the, the hearing Tuesday, mm-hmm. right? We did. We did. Yeah. Uh, and, and Alex did a great job covering it. Um, once again, continues to impress that. Yeah. Yeah. He jumps in there, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I so, think that what, and obviously you're going to carry the load on this conversation, but I mean, th- this is when the conversations are happening because the special session is July 17th, five mm-hmm. days. They have to have this done July 21st. So we're not right. going to see a lot of debate. We're not going to see a lot of do you like this map or this map. I mean, I feel like July 17th, we're going to know. Or, or they will know what map's getting approved. So these are the conversations that are happening now. I think so. And so just, I guess we can just kind of start with the hearing. Sure. Um, uh, uh, for folks that didn't watch it. I mean, it is, it's not, it's not very exciting. <laughs> there were some, some little sort of skirmishes that, and I'll explain that, but um, it, it went about as smoothly as these things can go. I mean, sure. I, I've, I've been following um, redistricting ever since 2001 in one way or the other, or one role or another. And they're always a little tense because ultimately you're talking about race and, mm-hmm. and congressional lines or district lines. Um, they, they go to court every time without right. exception. And so what these hearings are, it, it's all a big record. It's all being recorded. Everything's, going to be reviewed by somebody. It used to be the mm-hmm. Justice Department before the Shelby case. Um, but now now you're, you're just going to assume that every little word you say is reviewed by a, a, a judge. And so that's why they're very buttoned up. It's why it's been very hard to get anybody to come on the show to talk about redistricting because nobody wants right. to be on the right. record. Nobody wants to be quoted in a court opinion later. <laughs> exactly. They don't want to make that trip to Birmingham and, and, <laughs> and visit the Hugo Black Federal <laughs> Courthouse. Um, so, like, for example, at the very beginning, um, Senator Fig, the first step is to elect chairman, right, right. To, to lead the committee. And so Senator Figures made a motion saying, hey, let's, because this is a, about race and everything, let's elect a, a black lawmaker to be like co-chair or vice chair mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. Let's send, send the message that, that we are working together. Yeah. So you saw Pringle, uh, representative Pringle, who is leading these proceedings, not sort of gavel that down, but let it go to a vote and just mm-hmm. do it the, the methodical way. I mean, he could have very easily just said, no, we have a different motion. We're voting on this. And it would have, Number one created a little bit of acrimony, but but again, he wants everything to be by the book, as adjudicated as you know, all uh, properly. 
Um, but again, I don't think Senator Figures had any um, expectation that that was going to pass, right? Right. right? That, that right. Was, they were actually going to elect somebody, but it's on the record. It's on right? the record, it's, and yeah, if I mean, that's that's her chance to to make the statement, right? So it's, you know, potentially saying you know, to to a judge, well, look, we we had the opportunity to elect a black leader to this group, and they said no. You know, that's so. And will that matter? Maybe not. But that that's what it's the little things that they, that, um, especially in the minority, they're trying to get on the record to, if they need it, have ammunition in court. Um, another part of that, sort of related to that, is is framing the issue mm-hmm. or the issues. Um, you heard. So obviously, we'll get to the maps in a minute. But the the a vast majority of attendees of, of, of people who were speaking were doing, were supporting the plaintiff's map, right? This is the map that uh, Evan Milligan et al have, have put forward and had they clearly organized a lot of people. Well, I mean, because you've got the, the other plaintiffs are the ACLU, the NAACP, you know, so they've, they've got grassroots. So they're, they're obviously supporting that map trying to sort of generate um, a groundswell of support for that. But you also heard lawmakers, especially uh, Representative England, try to frame the entire proceedings around that map, Mm -hmm. saying, well, we're we're only here because the plaintiffs prevailed in, you know, um, overturning the previous map. So really, we're, we're only talking about their map, right? And it, it was just really interesting to me. And and Pringle didn't take the bait. Right. It's like he just sort of let him talk and said, well, no, the, the singleton maps are on the agenda too. But it, it was a couple of times that people kept saying, well, the only reason we're here is to talk mm-hmm. about plaintiff's map. And obviously that's not true, but they're trying to frame the issue. And I, I found that to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, what a, and and right to that point, everybody's being careful. Nobody wants to just to, to say the thing that ends up of it being part of that that record. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this: So there's a public comment period. People can submit maps. Anybody can submit a map at this point. But you pretty confident we've seen the map that's that's going to be? Um, it, I think we've seen something very close to it, and. <laughs> So let's let's get into that. And uh, by the way, I had a very good conversation with um, State Senator Roger Smitherman. So mm-hmm. on, on these maps, and of course, at, at this point, everybody's seen at least on our website all the different maps we're talking about. That those mm-hmm. those four, um, and they're labeled as the Singleton maps, but they really should be labeled Singleton Smitherman because it's, it's basically the Senate mm-hmm. Democrats, and mm-hmm. Smitherman is the is the true expert on this. Issue had a great conversation with him uh, for Capital Journal, and so th- this is where it really gets interesting because you you know we, we sort of got kicked off with um, the release of the plaintiffs map, mm-hmm. and I mean just uh, just looking at it, it's um, a pretty big change, right? You're you're creating in their map two uh, majority black districts. The, the seventh, you know, is, is obviously current mm-hmm. um, majority black, 
but also bringing this the second district to just above it's like 50.55 or something mm-hmm. uh, percent black. Um, the the seventh district would go from currently at 57% black down to 55% black. So not that much of a change there, um, which is interesting, but they, they achieved that by essentially bringing the second district all the way over. Which is currently Barrymore's district in the Wiregrass. Correct. Um, Well, and and he would be, he would not be living in that district. The second district, um, coffee and Dale counties are removed from that and he lives in enterprise. So, uh, and I'll get to more of that in a second, but so he had to, it basically achieves this by taking a lot of the white population from Coffee, Dale, Geneva, and Houston counties. And I guess you could say Covington too. And then having all of Montgomery bringing, bringing the district all the way over to the Western border of the state, even getting down into Mobile. Mm-hmm. And obviously the, the first district swallows up the rest there. It's a pretty dramatic, um, departure from what we currently have, especially for the first, the second and the sixth. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this is what the plaintiffs want. They say this would, this would achieve their goal of having two majority black districts. And so the question is, will the legislature do, you know, they're being so tight lipped about it for mm-hmm. good reason, but will they kind of take this map that is, you could, you could say it's the easy way out because, you know, I guess conventional wisdom is that if they just pass this thing, maybe with some small changes, like, you know, you could maybe draw Barry Moore back in or, you know, something like that. But if they pass something that's generally what the plaintiffs want, the the assumption is the courts would probably be okay with it, right? And Mm -hmm. because the the Milligan and all those plaintiffs, they're not going to sue. They're not going to challenge it. I guess others potentially could. Um, but that's, that, that's one way out and that's, um, probably quick and easy, but is it what the Republican majority wants to do? Because, um, for one thing, it is absolutely guaranteeing to democratic members, right? You're just not gonna, with the way that second district is drawn, you're just not going to elect, um, a Republican. Right. Um, it also, really takes care of Congresswoman Sewell, right? So she's obviously, she would be very happy um, Mm -hmm. about that district. Um, But again, this is the Republican legislature. They might not want to go along with that. And I guess the question is how, how risky are they willing to act? How much, how much risk are they willing to take? Um, Because these other maps, these, you know, Singleton Smitherman maps Mm -hmm. are really, from from folks I've talked to, a lot more palatable. Sure. In terms of now, look, and just to explain, um, these maps actually never uh, under these maps you would actually not have a majority black district, not a single one. Right. Um, it brings the seventh district, which is currently at fifty seven percent black, down to about forty five percent black. Uh, I'm sorry, forty seven. Okay. Um, percent black. Uh, so that's a mess, 10% change. And then it brings the sixth district up to above, uh, you know, almost 42% black. So, and, and that's really interesting because. Isn't that risky? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Well, so 
but, but but remember these these maps are being drawn by the two leading Democrats mm-hmm. in the Senate who have right. to be black, you know, and so it, I, it's it's very different than the plaintiff's plan because the changes really come in the Birmingham mm-hmm. area and, and and all that instead of um, down south. So it, yeah, it could be risky. Because, um, you never, yeah, you don't know what a judge is going to say. There, mm-hmm. the if you go to look at what the Supreme Court said, they essentially said that. Well, first of all, they acknowledged and were persuaded by arguments that it was possible to draw two majority black districts. Right. They said that, and mm-hmm. obviously, that this is. This has happened, right? Those districts have been drawn, at least proposed. But they also were were careful to qualify that right. it wasn't necessary. They weren't mandating the state to draw two majority of black districts, just mm-hmm. something close to it, right? Where where people have where, where black voters have the opportunity to choose a representative of their choice. So, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know how. how what is the magic number? Is is forty five enough? Is forty four enough? I mean, I'll t- just politically speaking, I mean, 45 percent, I guess forty seven and forty five percent black is very likely to be a a Democrat. Probably pretty likely to be a black Democrat. Mm-hmm. But looking at it, you know, assuming let's just say they pass one of these singleton maps, you assume that it's going to go to court. Well, it. it well, there's already a court date scheduled on August 14th, right, <laughs> uh, in Birmingham. So you so you assume the plaintiffs, Evan Milligan and the groups, are going to challenge it and say, no, 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 yeah. we, we're not okay with this. And you know, judge, we gave them the opportunity to, we presented them with the opportunity to to pass two majority black districts. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it. Mm-hmm. They went, instead did this. So yeah, it could be a risk, but. But let me walk through why they they might want to do this. Okay. The, Stop asking questions. I know. I'm just. Well, well, so stop. Let me take a breath. And you, you, where? What am I missing? What are, you, what are um, you unclear about? Okay. Here's what I'm unclear about, and this is maybe a silly question, but I ask a lot of silly questions. I I need it explained to me. Why is it District Two that changes so much in all these maps? <laughs> That's a good question. Thank um, you. <laughs> uh, I would say in, in many ways, it's the it's the easiest to mess with. You know, you've got it's pretty rural. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's a lot easier to change things around in the southern part of the state. Um, you know, it it's like we we talked about before when everybody was worried about the state losing a congressional district, mm-hmm. the assumption was if we did, then it was going to combine one and two. Right. Right. So one way or the other. So it's just, I think it, they're just manageable chunk yeah. of land. Okay. Yeah. Um, but if you look at the Singleton maps, Singleton Smitherman maps, especially the first one, mm-hmm. it, you know, the, the real change is to the seventh. It, you know, it, it completely takes Birmingham and Jefferson County um, out of the seventh district. That's a mm-hmm. huge change. Yeah. Um, and instead gives 
Sewell, like all the way, basically Tuscaloosa, Montgomery, and most of the Black Belt. Mm-hmm. But, but the reason why this map is interesting to me is it keeps all counties whole. Yeah. Every, there, there is not a, a line in this map that splits up any county. And that's important. Um, so if you go to, and because just think about it, like nobody knows or cares what congressional district they live in. I mean, we don't identify, <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't identify ourselves by, well, you know, I'm a proud second district. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Yeah. You have to remind yourself every <laughs> two years. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, or when you, you know, need your benefits or something, but like, right. but everybody knows what county they live in. Yeah. So it kind of would be nice just from a practical standpoint to, to not have to not. And it's also important to the course. I'll get to that in a second. Um, and if you look at the, the, the second Singleton Smitherman map is very similar in that it only, there's only a couple of counties that get shaved. So you really keep most things mm-hmm. intact. Um, and, and these are in descending order, less and less deviation. And so the th- when you get to the third Singleton-Smitherman map, same thing, it's like most counties are preserved. There, there are f- a few splits, not a lot. I think like three splits. Um, but the interesting thing about this one it is it has zero deviation in population. So every congressional district has the basically the exact same number of people. Right. So those are, those are two things, keeping communities mm-hmm. whole, you know, um, communities of interest. Right. And so, I mean, county lines are the easiest to, to define there. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then no deviation between population. Those are two factors that uh, previously the department of justice and now the courts have always said they're, they, they, they pay attention to. And so, so again, assuming these things go to court, it's not just majority black, versus close to it, you know, right. 50, 50 versus 45. What about those communities of interest? What about population deviation? So those are, those are factors that are going to come into play. So I just think um, it's going to be really interesting to see what the legislature, it, the question becomes, are they confident if they, if they pass one of the singleton plans, are they confident? that it stands up to strict scrutiny when they go to court on August 14th. I mean, I know Dorman Walker is is leading the legal efforts again. I know that Mm -hmm. there are probably plenty of lawyers in the room and, but you know, I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you at all. Yeah. That's the, I think if they are convinced and are confident that that it could pass strict scrutiny, then they'll do it. Yeah. Because I I think that's, I mean, if they're, I would love to know all the conversations going on behind the scenes and the phone calls these guys are getting. Um, but like, I mean, obviously if you're Barry Moore, if you're Jerry Carl, you want the Singleton Smitherman map. Um, yes. But if you're Terry Sewell, you want the Milligan map. Right. Well, I was, I've, I've been having so many conversations about this, um, including whether it's you know, lobbyists, uh, lawmakers, some, you know, way, way off the record. Um, but a lot of Capitol Hill types, right? They're mm-hmm. very curious about what this is going to look like. Sometimes I, I don't know, but um, and I was asked the other day, "Well, hey, the the delegation really wants to keep 
you know, to, to for members not to be in put put in each other's district. They they really are going to press the legislature for that. I mean, the assumption being Congresswoman Sewell. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my comment back was, well, you know, I'm not so sure that the legislature is too keen on doing what the delegation wants because they just did that in 2021. <laughs> they, and they here did, we are. <laughs> right. They they passed exactly what the delegation, including Congresswoman Sewell, wanted them to pass exactly to the dotted line. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then two years later are being called racist nationwide. Yeah. So it's like, mm, maybe we're not so keen. Maybe we're just going <laughs> to do this uh, the way we want. But the interesting thing about Barry Moore um, so if, if there was a circumstance that he ended up in the first district, yeah, the assumption is that they would you know, run against each other. But interestingly, um, maybe a little known fact, uh, you don't actually have to live in your, in <gasps> congressional true. district that you run in. So, I mean, if he was drawn, if Coffee County was drawn into the first, yeah, uh, he could still run in the second. That's uh, right. I'd forgotten that. Well, there you go. <laughs> but I would say this, like, let's, let's just say something close to the plaintiff's map where the second district becomes majority black or close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's still in it. I mean, he's going to lose that seat. Yeah. Like that, it, um, it, even if a Republican could, could be competitive, it would have to be a Republican very different than Barry yeah. Moore. Um, so, so it w- in many ways, he'd have a better chance of actually winning um, running against Jerry Carl. Huh? You know, if, if, if your district is about to get, get blown up right. and completely changed politically. Yeah. But, but the first is still going to be pretty heavy Republican. Yeah. It might, might be a better call. So fascinating. Yeah. Very interesting. And the last point I'll make, Mm-hmm. I know people are tired of hearing me talk. <laughs> um, is it, it? I've been asked what happens if the, if it goes wrong. What happens if they pass a map that the court doesn't agree with? Um, well, they, they under the um, order from the three judge panel. I guess that was last week, two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Uh, it would Time then. Flies. It would then go to a what's called a standing master. So it would then go to basically an outside lawyer. Um, there, there are some of these throughout the country that would come in with the force of a judge and draw these districts. And mm-hmm. that would be that. And so the legislature would have zero input on where these lines are drawn. And for that matter, the plaintiffs wouldn't either. Yeah. Uh, so no, So nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Talk, talking with Smitherman, nobody wants that scenario. Um, and so that I guess that's it. Like that—that's—that's that's what they risk. Um, is is the uh, somebody else coming in to get it? But the, it's just so interesting these dividing lines because you know the, the fact that Senator Smitherman and Senator Singleton and presumably other Senate Democrats. Are, are pushing these alternative maps. And at the same time, plenty of Democratic lawmakers are pushing the plaintiff's plan. So it's mm-hmm. just like, 
it's just hard to really break down the politics. I, I'll mention one other thing. Let's just say, you know, that the plaintiff's plan um, puts Montgomery, all of Montgomery County, solidly in the second district. Mm-hmm. It has been um, discussed that uh, Montgomery Mayor Stephen Reed is very interested, you know, and, and could be very competitive oh. in that district. Obviously, his father, uh, Joe Reed, Dr. Joe Reed, is uh, has been a part of this process. He wasn't actually a plaintiff on the suit, but he was. He's been. Mm-hmm. And he's he's very supportive of the <laughs> of yeah. that because he was he was there the other day, right? <laughs> right, and so that, um, and so Sewell's district would not, you know, be in the same area. They would not run against each other. Like you could, you know, they could serve at the same time, but. If you get down to the Singleton Smitherman plans, uh, Montgomery is a part of that set seventh district. So mm-hmm. that would mean for Stephen Reed to be able to run, uh, he'd have to either challenge Sewell or wait for her to retire. And so that's just some of the behind the scenes. Obviously, there is no love lost mm-hmm. between um, some of these. There, there's, there are there are certainly factions. Uh, of the Democratic Party. And so that's just some undercurrent that uh, folks might want to be aware of that, um, that, that could could influence this, this stuff. Interesting. Okay. It's a lot. It's a lot. There is. Yeah. This, which is why we are going through this again. <laughs> so, yeah. And also of note, special session, only redistricting, only thing in the call. Yeah. Distractions. Hopefully. Because yeah, the speculation was would they take care of that bill that the um, fentanyl thing. Yeah. Where the wrong bill was transmitted. Right. Yeah. Making those that that crime more severe than they intended. Um apparently not. So we'll see. I mean, obviously anybody can drop any bill that they want. Takes a two thirds vote to pass. So but I just I just feel like they they want to come in. They've got five days. They know everybody is watching. So I yeah. think the, the message from leadership is to not have a lot of distractions. I agree. I mean, you're, typically it is good form to not introduce or not not get like get serious. I mean, I, bills get introduced all the time in special mm-hmm. sessions, but but if the Senate and the House allow one to advance. Then, the floodgates. <laughs> well, yeah. Then every then I'm mad about my bill that didn't advance. So mm-hmm. you'd have to have some some pretty good agreement. Um, now, look, the governor could always amend her call to include that bill. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, that's I may ask around about that. Are, are they just going to wait till next session or or what? But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But I think you're right, Mary. I think. These decisions are, are probably being made behind the scenes. We're going to know, you know, here in a few weeks, kind of what they're what they're leaning toward, um, and then, you know, th- they'll go. I, will they fight about it? Yeah, they'll sure. you know, on the on the house house and senate floors. But again, considering the sort of dividing lines on the Democratic side, I'm curious how that'll right. go. And, and again, all that goes into the record. Some some very careful. Uh, you know, um, so anyway, the one other thing I'll say, I know I'm just uh, full, of, good. You full are of information. Full of it. Yes. 
<laughs> but talk, I, I encourage folks to watch Capital Journal this week because I had a really good conversation with Senator Smithland and with Representative Klaus. They have both mm. been through, I think, six different redistricting. Oh, my goodness. Because um, they came in at the same time. Um, but remember, this is the congressional map. This is not that there are two other maps that get passed in 2021. Right. The House, you know, state House maps, state Senate maps, especially on the Senate side. He didn't say explicitly, but he hinted at possible litigation over that, um, especially as it pertains to the Jefferson County oh, wow. um, Senate delegation. So we may not be out of the woods with redistricting quite yet. <laughs> it's a little different on the legislative side because. Obviously, those elections won't happen until 2026. Right. So you've got a little more time. Right. Um, uh, not not this, you know, rush to. Yeah. Uh, to get it done. So March 5th. Who, who knows? Primaries. I'm not. I'm not predicting, but you never know. He's he's been successful at it before. They successfully sued in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway. Interesting. You are a all wealth right. of information, Todd. Well, look, all this has been. <laughs> all this has been banging around in my head and I just uh-huh. wanted to sort of download it. And, and so, and look, I, I stipulate that I could be thinking incorrectly <laughs> on any or all of these things. So I invite smart people to, to correct me. This is my, I would say informed um, speculation, just having seen these efforts in the past, but it's also really hard to know exactly what's going on when nobody's talking. Right. <laughs> this is, Yeah. This one is, I mean, it, it comes from the Supreme Court. They are, <laughs> they are serious. Right. Yeah. And I mean, nobody's I, chatting. I'm, I, I'd say easily that we have very good relationships with a lot of great sources who are, who tell us a lot of good stuff off the record. <laughs> yeah. And this situation is, it's very, it's not, it's not really happening. Right. Um, so, which speaks to the, to the stakes. All right. Yep. Well, that's that was qu- quick and dirty pod. I liked it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll um, see what happens going forward. But thanks, Mary, for letting me just <laughs> download all that, and now I can sleep better. There you go. Thank you for the information. <laughs> all, right. all right. We'll talk next time. Bye.